76 million of us just here in the US. We are the biggest generation that ever existed. We were called the me ones, the crazy ones, and boy, do we know what that means, don't we? In fact, we have reinvented every single phase of our life. We were the yuppies, we were the hippies. We like innovation. Well, now we are in the winter of our life. And I can assure you, this is not going to be your average winter. I invite you to join me at Boomerology Reviews every single week so we can figure out how boomers are reshaping this phase of their life. Join me. Welcome to Boomerology Revealed. I'm Shahar Boyayan, your host. On this episode of Boomerology Revealed, we invited an amazing boomer that became viral on YouTube. Yes, boomers and YouTube, they get along very, very well. Donna Lou Stevens made the song video Old Ladies. It's hilarious. We are going to talk to her and you're going to be able to see the video here. Also, the six must-have apps for baby boomers and seniors. And of course, remember the label baker? If you don't, you will after watching this. I'm here today with Donna Lou Stevens, an amazing boomer that is going to tell her, tell us a little bit about her story and how she became a sensation on YouTube. So welcome, Donna Lou. Thank you, Shahar. It's really nice to be here. You know, first of all, I know you're a songwriter and you're an artist, but I want to know a little bit about your story. How did you get started and what led you to, to make that video and post on YouTube? Oh, gosh. It's, a, it's a kind of an interesting story. I was born with a lot of, a lot of creative energy and just this unbounding energy. It didn't quite fit in anywhere because of all of it, but ooh, they certainly tried to make me. I came from a pretty, a pretty hard background, actually. I was really a sensitive, uh, sensitive child and was not, I, I didn't want to conform very much, and that got me in a lot of trouble until oh, I was well. I suffered chronic pain for 30 some odd years. It's wow. a, you know, it's just a miracle that all this happened and because of that there was a lot of, you know, a worry about, wow, what am I going to do? What am I, how am I going to take care of myself? So I really learned, you know, through the back door and the opposite way to really trust what's happening. And my music and my art, I always wrote for what I wanted to live into. So even though I was feeling a certain way, I didn't want to create art about that. I, I never wanted to create art that perpetuated any pain. Mm -hmm. I, always, I always wanted it to be whimsical or poignant in some way. Not only for me, but for the people around me. I see. And, and then my, my song stuck in people's heads when I started being a songwriter. And I'm like, well, what do I want in there then, right? So I, I never wrote a never, another ne negative song. It's like I only write feel-good music. And, and, and do you think that's when you start seeing things changing, actually, for you? It was, well, it was a long time. That was certainly a part of it. But I basically turned around at one point in time and said, okay, what's happening here? And I figured out the difference with lots of hours of stillness and introspection, the difference between pain and suffering. I see. And I learned how, even though the body was in pain, not to suffer, to live joyfully. And I started doing that, and over time then, of course, the pain started to unwind. And I no longer made it an enemy, 
it's like I started to be curious about it. And so I would turn around when it would arise and I would I would look at it almost as if one of my dear friends were in pain or, or if a, an animal that I loved were in pain. That's how I started relating to the body and relating to, you know, the, the circumstance. And that opened up, you know, just this incredible sense of compassion, this incredible sense of, of this is this is this is what I want the whole world to know. Like, ah, if we're gentle here, if we're compassionate right here, if we feel good right here, mm -hmm. it can't help but translate. Now, tell me one thing. How did the old lady's video idea came about? Oh gosh, my, I have a best friend. Her name is Bethlyn. She lives in Dallas, and she made the mistake of asking her husband, "Honey." How would you like it if my body was 20 years younger? Would you like it better? And he made the mistake of saying yes. <laughs> and so that's kind of how the song got started. And I was on a, um, a van going to her house when it started happening, scribbling it on a little notepad while waiting for the other passengers to get it. <laughs> you know, it's almost like when I, a song's coming in, like I'm dictating. Um, I don't take any credit for it because it's just like this idea comes and then this idea comes. It's just like it's not my idea. It's just I happen to grasp it when it's passing through the airways, right? Uh -huh. And so anyway, I look up after writing and the, and the van is filled with these 50-plus-year-old men, all men. There was about 10, 11 of them. Uh -huh. One of them, I'm, duh, 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 ha, ha, ha. and he's like, what are you doing? I said, oh, I'm writing a song. And it came in very fast. Wow. And then I like, okay, that's a great first draft, right? And the guy said, are, are, are you done? Said, yeah, I'm done. Hey, you all, shut up. She's going to sing us her new song. <laughs> and I did. And, and all the guys loved it. So I'm like, well, that's a good first step. And then there's a lot longer story of how it, but that was probably five years ago, six years ago. But when did you put the video together? In April. Oh, and was yeah, it the first experience having a video online, or you did? Yes, it's so crazy, and it was so fun because I'm a visual artist as well. So I've been singing and everything, but I'd never had the delight of of putting the visual with the song. Oh my gosh, it was so fun! I can't wait to do more. <laughs> uh, and and when when did you start seeing a lot of views there? Did it happen? Right after you put, posted the video, um, tell me a little bit about the background. Did you do a lot of promotion? I well, I I did. I contacted this SEO person. He said, "Well, it would cost you probably a couple of thousand dollars to get me to help you." And I'm like, "I can't do that." And he okay. said, "Or I will spend some time with you, and I will coach you, and you will work your off. But if you do, it could happen." And so for the past month, I've, I've worked 12 to 15 hour days um, tweeting and learning. You know, such a learning curve. I'm my own, you know, with this SEO stuff. It's just like, oh my gosh. But it was just like I believed in it. I believed in the song. And then the, the comments, because I did a living room version of it just with my friends at a party and stuck it up on Facebook, and it got 30,000 hits in a week. So I'm like, wow, I'm doing this. And I didn't have the money to do it. My friend, my good friend, he came into a bunch of money in, about in December, and he said, here's some stocks. This is for your creative projects. Wow. And so 
when I saw that reaction of the original on on Facebook, I asked everybody, don't post this on YouTube. Just keep it here, share it, but I want to do something else. And then I call my friend Christine McHugh, who's, we work together and we're just such a great team. We have exactly the same sense of humor. And I said, I want to do this. She goes, oh, I'm in film school. I don't know if I have the time. I have a final project due. And then she goes, oh, oh my gosh, I'm going to do this as my final project. And I'm like, oh, gosh. So not only did I get to work with two of my dearest friends, um, and I just went for it. I spent half of that money that, that I had. And I'm like, I'm going for it. I'm going for it. Yeah, so, so the money went in the production of that video, correct? Say that one more time. It, uh, the money went into the production of the video. Absolutely, and everybody did it. We, you know, we did it on a shoestring budget, uh -huh. um, and everybody had so much fun. And friends of friends helped in gathering the ladies and the juggling the schedules of how to accommodate everybody. And and that's what it, and my my director Christine, she said, you know, you gotta tell people it's just not gonna be that much fun. It's a lot of sitting around, and I'm like, are you kidding? I'll make it fun. And that was my goal, you know, and everybody had a great time. That, it's very fun. It's very nice. Yeah. Before this, were you a, a techie girl? Were you involved in social media and the web at all or not? This is like you're learning as you go now. Well, I wasn't on Twitter. Um, I wasn't on Google+. Plus. I didn't know what a, you know, I didn't know what a hashtag was. <laughs> and so that's all a learning curve. And the Kickstarter, you know, I called a couple of people and they said, and it's, it's doubly funded now, so I get to do two videos from it. And people, strangers all over the world have come out of the woodwork to donate. I have like 800 and some 75 backers. Wow, really, nice. really cool. And the single will be on CD Baby this weekend. Oh, really? Nice. And the karaoke version and the regular version. Wow. And what do you see happening as a result of the, the first video becoming viral on YouTube? What's happening now in your life? Just, just I get a voice for positivity. Yeah. You know, I get a voice for saying, we're all okay. You know, feel good about yourself no matter where you live, how much money you have, what you look like, what's your gender. It's just like, Treasure or your age, right? It doesn't matter, right? It doesn't. What do you see in your future now? What are your your next projects that, that you have in mind? Well, to make the video, so the first one will be, um, well, I'm not sure which one the first one will be. I've said it was If I Were Enlightened, but Older Men has started to come through. Oh, really? Hilarious! I have my muse. Um, it's kind of this silly rap hip-hop that breaks into this country thing. It's just it's outrageous. So um, we're all excited and we may flip it. I don't know. And then I have a song called If I Were Enlightened. And that song is just about, you know, how hard we try to to be better. And it just doesn't work sometimes. <laughs> um, so it's very lighthearted as well. And anybody who is known as a spiritual seeker or is a spiritual seeker or has done any of that kind of will appreciate it. And then there's another one called, Do You Think That You Can Love Me Like My Dog Does? <laughs> and that's, uh, that's going to be it's a really sweet one, you know, for dog lovers. Cause we all know, you know, how our dogs love us. And my goodness, one of my secret goals is 
to see people and to react to people, not physically because that would be a little weird, but ex as if they were dogs because I love dogs so much. Like, uh -huh. oh, hi! <laughs> good girl, good girl. Exactly. You know, probably wouldn't want to go up to a stranger and, oh, how are you doing today? <laughs> but that, you know, the energy of that. I think you really, with your success now on YouTube, uh, proves the point. You know, when we are talking, sometimes with advertisers and marketers, there's all this thing that YouTube, the power users are only people from 18 to 34. And nothing will happen for boomers, for example, they're trying. And, and you just prove that that's not the case, right? You're not 20 to 24 at all, and you have a viral video on YouTube, a good quality music, and you have things happening to you and media uh, approaching you. That, you know, you just proved a big point for all boomers out there. Not, we are not only users of content online, but we can make shifts in our life in any point. If we put the effort, like, like you said, you're working 10, 15 hours a day promoting. Uh, it is work, but it's happening, right? You know, and I couldn't do it with without everybody that's been excited and shared. And you know, I put I put my video up on everything I would search: aging, aging, older, mature. Yeah. And then, oh, oh, and then it would come like, oh, country, oh yeah, country. Mm -hmm. Okay, oh, women. Okay, well, you know, I, I would just find all of these. Um, I guess that's what AdWords is, huh? Mm -hmm. yeah, target people and. Everybody, I mean, the response, it, it's been incredible. I've gotten two verbal negative comments, I mean, on written, mm -hmm. out of thousands and thousands and thousands of people commenting. That's incredible. It and is. it's not about, it, it, I don't think people are tapping into anything that it's not about me. You know, it's, it's, it's about what feeling that empowering funny thing elicits that's what we like uh -huh. Uh -huh. and accept the, yeah ourselves in no matter which age in our life we are in in which phase so it's so incredibly true tell women your age you know your message to them how they can you know shift their moments shift their life if they choose to you know what the most incredible thing for me was to turn around and look at what I was believing and then just recognize that is some that is something someone taught me that's not true and to really sit with and to recognize wow it's that thought not that circumstance that's causing this feeling wow and if it's a negative one I look at it my negative feelings are no longer the enemy. They're an alarm saying, look at what you're believing. The pain is because it's not true. Holy, holy moly, it's not you over there. It's not that circle. He's not doing that. It's just like, wow, it's this thought connected to this feeling. And if I don't believe that, guess what happens to the feelings? That's it. I mean, I lived in physical pain for over 35 years, so much so sometime that I didn't want to be here anymore. And I walked around going, hmm, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And the only thing that released to that was to turn around and look, look, look at what it was, both physically and mentally and spiritually.
and to say, no, I'm going to choose to live and I'm going to live in joy and gratitude. And it wasn't easy at first. It took hours and hours a day. I couldn't work. And so I made that my full-time job. Every time I would get upset, I would lay down and turn around and look at that. Look at that. Why? See your suffering because of that belief. Something about the future, something about the past. It's like, well, okay, is it happening here and now? And I literally had to let my attention relax away from that invisible movie, that little horror movie I was listening to or, or seeing, and just go, what's here now? Is it happening now? And anchor myself again and again by just simply looking up and listening. What's happening now? The dog is playing in the water. The birds are chirping. It's cool in Texas in June. It's amazing. This moment is amazing. Do you wake up some days thinking, it's kind of surreal what's happening right now? Every moment I think that, Shahar. It's like, this is because it's all happening in my friend's living room. You know, I took a shower this morning because I knew we were going to do that, but I wouldn't have otherwise, and I'd be running around with my cup of coffee, and just like it's all happening in this cyber world, in this virtual world, and it's freaky, you know? Uh, I bet, but I bet it's a lot of fun as well, and I'm, oh I'm really gosh, happy. It's amazing, and I've got so many people around me going, did you see? We're over two million. It's like, it's like the we factor. Everybody's <laughs> talking in the we factor. Yeah. I cannot tell you what joy that brings to me. Yes, yes. Yeah, because every single person that shares is part of the process. And that's exactly. Thing, yeah. That's why I told everybody who has shared it, donated in my Kickstarter, I'm like, this would have never happened without everybody having a piece of being these energetic wings to take this, you know, that's make great. magic. Yeah, it is like magic. And I think now you have a flag, you know, because you're, you're proving people over 34 that you know how things can be different for them and you know how talent it's uh, it can it can be out there in the whole world now using technology is fantastic thank you very much Donna Lou. Oh, it was lovely to be with you Shahar thank you <laughs> it was great and I, I can't wait to see your next video so let let us all know when it's out there I will and love to all my heart's really full thank you <laughs> thank you we all love our smartphones, right? So here today, I have some apps that no baby boomer can live without. So let's pay attention, write that down. The first one is called Flashlight. And it turns your phone into a, wait for it, wait for it, flashlight. Yes, if you lose something in the car at night and you need to look for, or if you're like me, you can never find your keys inside your purse. Well, flashlight can come really, really handy, right? Drively is another app that is very functional. You know when you are driving your car and you have your bag, bag maybe in the back and the phone starts ringing and you try to reach it? Well, that's very, very dangerous. You shouldn't do that. Or shouldn't you talk on the phone and text while you're driving? So Drively, what actually does is tells aloud the messages that you have on your phone. So you don't need to pick up the phone. And it even answers those messages back without you having to touch your mobile. So Drively can be very good and it's a safer way for you to drive. iReader is another cool one because I don't know about you, but I tend to carry my reading glasses inside my purse. And when I need them, it takes me about half an hour to find them. Well, iReader is an app that will turn your phone into a magnifying glass. So you can put over the menu, for example, and read the items there without having to go for your glasses. 
Red Laser is a cool app if you like to shop a lot because you can go to a place to, to buy something and you all, all, all you have to do is scan the barcode because the app will tell you if there are other offers, better offers in other places near you. So Red Laser can be a very useful uh, app for you. Now, what if you have aging parents? Here are two cool apps to keep them entertained while actually working on the brain, for example. One of them is called Luminosity, and it's an app that was developed by a neuroscientist at Stanford University in San Francisco. They offer more than three, the, the 35 games and exercises aimed at increasing alertness, sharpening memory skills, and improving concentration. I have a feeling I need all of them, so I have to install that app. And the other one is iMutt, like in a dog that has several breeds in it, so iMutt. Well, of course, not all of our aging parents can have dogs at home. This is a game that allows users to feed, play, walk, and pet the dog. So it's a great one to keep them entertained, right? So here are the apps for you. I hope you enjoy them. And don't forget, these are apps that no baby boomer can live without. Do you remember the label maker? I don't have one anymore, but I found a picture online that can I can show it to you. You know, it was the way we used to make labels. I remember I used to make labels for my drawers, for craft projects, a lot of stuff. You would have the label maker and those funky color lines that you would punch the letters there. You had to become really good at spelling because if you misspell, off it went and you had to start all over again. It was fun. Actually, I spent hours making labels for everything in my house. Did you remember using that? Do you still have one? I want to know. I hope you enjoyed the show this week. If you did, don't forget to share, thumbs up, rate our channel. These are the type of things that keep us going. And I'll meet you next week at Boomerology Revealed.